So welcome to the Rat Tribe podcast. We're in the midst of the uh, 87th wave of the pandemic that swept the world and killed over a third, a third of the population and has uh, desecrated everything in its path. How are you uh, saying that and smiling at the same time? <laughs> 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 it, 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 oh, I, I've got a baby and he's just, he's the devil. <laughs> He's screaming and screaming and screaming, and I'm, yeah. I'm locked in. I'm gonna go for a walk later on because I'm just losing my mind. Yes, as as will I. What are you doing I, today? I, so I think I think we should explain first that we're we're back to our Skype setting. We are because of tier four now. So yeah. and it is annoying because we had some big plans to do some new. I don't know if I, am I visible there or am I too dark? Invisible. Who said that? <laughs> he man's he man's behind me like enjoying himself <laughs> so um yeah we had some big plans and they got scuppered because of uh corona tier four uh, cases exploding so now we have to go back to our bedrooms again which is a bit of a shame but i guess it's better than nothing so yeah, yeah we're, we're back here again doing this once more do we want to talk about our plans or is it- i don't know if we should keep it a, i think we should keep it a secret for now Okay. Yeah. And, and that people, yeah. I suppose it's quite hard getting any guests or anything on at the minute anyway because yeah. we can't see anyone, can we? So No. Please. <laughs> I'm currently eating some rice. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm at lunch. So, what's everyone been up to? Any films, any games, any music? I'll let David go first. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 I've been to, listening to some really good uh, Korean trap music. Oh, okay. Interesting. Can you name any names? You are. Can you name any names? No, it's all in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> For me. I go on these like adventures, like you, you hear one thing and then if it's on Spotify, it goes, you may also like. Yeah. And I just go through these like pathways of you may also like type stuff yeah so I, I don't i don't know a lot of the people i'm listening to it's just um you know i'll put them in like uh playlists and shit yeah do you do the discover weekly thing do i just i discover all the time <laughs> <laughs> i used to do it mine mine got shit and it just started recommending absolute crap and it, it's kind of bad because it makes me scared of using Spotify because I don't want to listen to a song in case it ruins my Discover Weekly. But I don't know what I'm worried about because it's, it's always shit anyway. It's, it's like usually one half decent song on Spotify yeah. Discover and then the rest are all shite. Yeah, I, think... I, I did the um, listening to Russian hardcore dance music. Yeah. I think um, YouTube music is a bit better. I don't know if you've tried YouTube Music or not. Yeah, I do that. But uh, it's... Usually, though, usually though, what happens is a friend will like go listen to this, and then I fall down a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I just have it on in the background, but I find that it, it tends to find better songs that I like more than Spotify does. Spotify seems to be just a bit of a hodgepodge, and it just throws anything at the wall. And it's like yeah. you might like this, you might not. I don't, I don't really care. But I think YouTube Music's algorithm is a bit better because it's got the power of Google behind it. So. Yeah, that's... Listening to it, then I don't know. No, actually, no, because um, since my PC died, I've had to fucking reset iTunes and everything, uh, and I've had to download all my apps again. So I've just recently downloaded um, Spotify again, but yeah. I've not used it. I've not used it just yet. So I'm a bit uh, in the wilderness with ter- in terms of music at the minute. Right. How about you? Um, I've, I've been listening. <laughs> that Miley Cyrus is It's really good. I like yeah. a new song. I like a new really song. Good. It's really good. It is um, a good song. I, need to, I didn't know she had an album out now. Yeah, Lauren listens to it a lot. And, um, yeah, there's like three or four tunes and like Billy Idol's on one of them, which is really good. Uh, who else? She does one with that Dua Lipa. Um, but yeah, that, that new one, that Midnight Skies, that's, that's such a... Brilliant. It is. She, yeah. She's been doing a lot of like covers as well, like yeah. 80s band covers. Yeah. yeah. Really I like the Jolene cover a lot. <clears throat> She did Jolene, I like that a lot. 
<clears throat> yeah, well, that was ages ago. Yeah, 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 it was a while ago. Yeah. Why do I know so much about Miley Cyrus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Just, I was just watching the um, Roger Waters, uh, The Wall. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. The uh, documentary sort of thing that he's done. It's on Netflix at the minute. I'm halfway through it, and it's like it's incredible. He's like yeah. everything about it. He's he's so into it. Like it's so meticulously put together. He's mm. like I don't know. Like some people, I can I can assume would look at it and think it's a bit cringy at parts, and he's a bit too into himself and that. But for me, that just reaffirms how good it is. Like throws <laughs> yeah. himself completely at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. a bit cliche in parts, but it's, it is, no, it's really good. Yeah, yeah I was like the wall. I, when I used to work at Tesco's, when I was stacking the shelves, for some reason, in my head, because it'd be like a 10 hour shift, yeah. it'd play the wall all the way through, it stopped <laughs> going insane. Yeah. yeah. But ironically, I was building a wall. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. The stage work and stuff, the way that he puts it together and everything, it's the, the light show and then like it comes on and puts like a, not an SS jacket, but like something that's like a replica sort of thing mm. of it. And um, does his whole like Hitler bit and stuff. And it's, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's so profound. I like, mean, it was it was a show before it was a, an album. Yeah. And I mean, listening to your music and seeing your music in that working man, it's more like a performance art, it's a performance. And do you, do you feel like it's similar to that? You know, like uh, you've got a story. I'm on, I know yours are like individual stories, but they're more a commentary on society, yeah. uh, even though it's parody uh, or satire. Yeah. The wall is to some extent, but do you think yours works on that level as well? When I was 13, my dad sat me down and said, I'm gonna play you something. We're not gonna talk about it. You can talk about it after, don't talk, sit down, chill out, and watch this and tell what you think about it. They stuck the wall film on, you know, with Bob Geldofin and that. And that was like an instant, because I've never listened to Pink Floyd at all at the time. That was like a <coughs> wall. That is, that's, and I think it's like with video games as well. I played Final Fantasy VII first, which was the best one. And then everything else pales in comparison. So when you, yeah. when you watch the wall at that age, and you look at bands that are trying to do a story-based album or something like that, everything pales in comparison for me. I yeah. think it, it's that ingrained in me. And when we put the working band together, I wanted to have that sort of story. Because even with The Wall, it is little bits of stories, but it comes together as his life. Yeah. And in some ways, I tried to do that with The Working Man. I would like to do it a bit more with your help um, artistically. We did. We did try to do it initially. <laughs> I knew we? we did. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we, we had. Um, we we did self-made music videos for the. We did for the first five songs, but we also had at the end of each music video, we had a little segment, video segment, and each video segment linked up with the next song, so it's like a, one big continuous story. Yeah. Um, it wasn't very well planned out so we kind of got to the, the fifth song if and then we got to the fifth song and ran out of ideas yeah but we managed to we managed to get five songs linked together with a, one like narrative well i say narrative it was kind of all over the place but we, we managed to link them up um we wanted to do the whole album but we kind of ran out of steam at the after the fifth song it was kind of hard making our own videos yeah. and just trying to it was just difficult because we, we had no budget we had finding locations was different making it unique and different was quite hard yeah. so i think giving a bit of a budget and actual time and would have been really good but we tried mess, it it was a good mess about i'd like to if we do manage to get around to playing again i would like to do something similar but better much better yeah a bit more scripted or a bit more cohesive yeah yeah just a bit more like artistic yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, still have humor, so but... what, what you do is you build a framework and then it, i guess it's like writing um in, in films for example there's a storyboard and you, obviously they're working from a script and what have you but they'll storyboard the whole thing and that way they don't they can work out the angles and test all the angles and everything like that so it's really intensive and then after you've shot it then it's the editing and that i can't i've, I've done like five or six music videos now and it's like as long as i don't have to edit it yeah i'm golden i'll shoot it and storyboard it but editing's not my yeah. thing but that in itself finishes it frames the um 
film or the music video. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell when somebody's got an idea and they go out and they ca it kind of peters off because they've got the initial idea, but they haven't frameworked the whole thing. Yeah. And then when we do yours, then we'll do it the way that they do it in films or yeah. proper music videos. Yeah. That way, you don't lose your thread. I think if you watch the um, the Roger Ward's one, I don't know if you've watched it already, um, but he has little just like bits of him traveling around because obviously a lot of it's about him losing his dad in the war and there's little bits of him going to like where his berries and stuff like that and then just like like say adding more lore to it um, like he's sat drinking with a guy at a bar and he's going through the battle plan of when um, the English were in France and stuff and getting pushed back and all that and <coughs> I don't know just all that adds to it's the, it's the documentary of like getting to know people yeah like, if you're doing something artistic there's something that you've done in your mind that you've wrote about if you're any good that you've wrote about and it means something to you somewhere and even ours even though ours are parody and stuff like that we are deeply like meaningful in a way else i wouldn't have wrote it like mm. <laughs> it just wouldn't have been yeah. a thing yeah even the daft ones the, they are they, they're daft for a reason because comes from anger a lot of it like Afi says at the gym you're fueled by anger get angry <laughs> it's not like I have to get furious to get into a project and sometimes I can be overbearing and that's probably why I've lost a few friends <laughs> I, I have to get that frame of mind where I'm angry and that's where mm -hmm. I think the best stuff we're saying that yeah it's the same for art too I yeah. mean I have to get into it for a lot of art I get pissed off with because it's very aesthetic you know it's very oh it looks good but it doesn't really say anything mm, yes yeah to me i just like put everything into it music helps me a lot with that you know like if i'm in a happy mood and i need to get into a dark mood you know like nine inch nails is yeah away. Definitely. yeah but yeah i, I used to do that with that. used to do that with writing as well music it's amazing how music can just like fuel creativity as well because um if sometimes if i was stuck uh, in a writer's run, I just couldn't write anything. I just put some music on, and just just like that, inspiration would come. It's really weird, um, but yeah, it's amazing what it can do to you. I I actually did a canvas once, and I, I I didn't plan it. I just went at it, and it was all like angles and things like mm. that. And uh, <laughs> you can't do it all at once, so it's over a, a series of months. Yeah, and you can tell what mood I'm in. Yeah, with the <laughs> yeah. of how the lines work on yeah. that yeah. canvas. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's what that's one of <clears throat> well, like you can be in a mood and it can suit your mood. Like you'll search out albums to suit your mood, or you'll search search out albums to change your mood. Like you say, like there's the um, the Joy Division um, Closer album or Closer, and like if you're in a bad mood and if you're in a proper depressing as fuck mood, stick that album on. At least you've got someone that was like. You know, much worse than you. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like I don't know. It's like a, I don't catharsis. Know, a connection. Yeah, catharsis, yeah. Yeah. Do you do, that with, do you do that with film as well? Yes. I, I do it with film. Like, if I'm really depressed, I'll put Blade Runner on. Yeah. Or if I'm really depressed, I'll put uh, Enter the Dragon on. <laughs> it flips me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really I was going to say, because I don't feel like I do that. If I'm in a bad mood, I, I don't put on sad music or sad films because I, I, it just seems counterintuitive to me. Yeah. But I guess I guess it does. I guess it can make if, you, if you're releasing that emotion, it I makes you release the emotion. Yeah. Though, like it, it matches. Yeah. Oh, I think it matches the mood and it levels you off because, I mean, you don't feel like you're alone in it at some point. Yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> think so like i don't put it on to make me more depressed that's no that'd be obviously not but it's just to match your mood and your mood i guess yeah and like you know just realize that it's not that bad i um i self-medicate with that exercise with running so that kind of that does it for me so i don't really need to use that but in my i can see how it could work yeah. on that though like when david said film like i have a, a massive motivation drop when it comes to going to the gym and lifting or anything like that. I'm not that go at the minute anyway. Mm. Uh, I'll stick Rocky Four on. Mm. Honestly, mm. I'm, not, I'm not even joking. You watch no, the, no, yeah. You watch the uh, montages and I swear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I remember we went. We went to watch. Um, yeah, yeah. We went in the cinema. 
Yeah. And we saw that guy doing the pull-ups with like the 40, 40 kgs doing his pull-ups and we're like, wow. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we've got to do that one day. I want to go and do it. Like, I want to yeah, do yeah. it in uh, cinema. Like, come on, I'm going to go to gym. That's it, yeah. <laughs> It's amazing how fickle we are, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the power of art, and I think that's yeah. like why you know when artists talk about it and, and and governments sort of push it to the side. It's like that is a massively powerful thing for your mental health in general, mm. and just as you, for your personality as well. Yeah, to make you who you are. I do think people like the, say like if you want a certain thing that shows you society holds society up or um if there's like a dictatorship or anything like that they get rid of art first mm. before anything else art and literature because it's it's something they think is going to persuade people's way of thinking against them yeah yeah like hitler did it stalin did it you know they, they just that's the first thing that goes yeah. and then it becomes like this um state-run art yeah music, which north korea it's like that roger yeah. waters thing it's one of the lyrics in mother is mother should i trust the government and on the back yeah. in life, there's no fucking way <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. that does that... well so the, the, the proper limit you know like, not like england where we're like right uh pension age is now 106 no problem <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing, it, it reminds me of like North Korea, like when you see the those children playing music, they're playing it exquisitely, but it's soulless, so you don't enjoy yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's, it does really like put a light on it, doesn't it? I guess it was the same in Mao's China as well. Yeah, uh, or China now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you see people like Ai Weiwei getting put in jail for what creating an industry making sunflower seed pottery, sunflower seeds for an army. Yeah. yeah. What's that about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, do you know when you said you, you don't game at all, David? Do you play no games in the slot? Not even mobile games, nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I do play. Uh, he plays the I game play of life. Minecraft occasionally. Really <clears throat> cool. And I do play Candy Crush, but I always get bored of it. Do you know what it is? It's I play that because I need to distract myself. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it's like it's like construction. Like if I'm playing Minecraft, I'm constructing things mindlessly. But uh, do, you, do you? I'm guessing you go to a creative mode rather than survival and just create. Yeah, exactly. You can you fly. don't play the game as such. It's more just a, a it's just a headspace. Yeah, and yeah. that's why I, that's why I started cooking, and that's yeah. why I started take, doing photography. It's something that gets me away from us. Like if I get artist block for example mm. the best thing you can do is do something creative on a different scale mm. so yeah. like you know like photography was the best one because uh, i'd go out take loads of photographs something that would inspire me subconsciously and i'd go back and yeah. yeah i'd just yeah. walk around los angeles so it's, it's, like and and it's like the film and music thing again where you go yeah. through different things yeah um, well, I, I have actually designed uh, a couple of computer games, but the reason uh, my friend Lee hired me to do it is because I don't play computer games, so I wasn't influenced in any oh, way yeah. by, you know, other things. Yeah. So when I was drawing monsters, there were like things that were coming out of my head rather than things I'd seen worked on other computer yeah. games. Yeah. What games? What games were they? Would you? Uh, one was called Morphin Brood. Which it's he's going back a while. Yeah. Um, he he just started a games company. He used to work for another company called Deep Red. Um, right. So he, he created a, a games company called Games Faction. Right. Uh, and eventually they did mobile games, but they started yeah. off by doing like um, you know like ones that uh, you play mobile, but they're like loads of people and you've got battles and stuff going on. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. kind of things. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I created like the monsters and the oh, machinery right. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I worked cool. with a 3D artist called Mal, who was who's one of the best in the world, I think. Right. Speaking of that, I tried Blender. <laughs> 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 wow. My daughter put me to shame. Like, <laughs> 
she made the dough and all that sort of thing and did all that and I'm like doing it and I'm, I'm getting quite far I'm doing all right and then I realize I'm not taking in what I was supposed to and I've messed it up and I'm trying to get the lights cast shadow and stuff and it just didn't work and, she, and, and I said how do you get the three lights turned on she went I <laughs> <laughs> little girl <laughs> so I'm gonna have another go um but yeah that's that's it yeah it's that it's really it's, it's so much fun I wish I'd found it um a good few years ago because it's completely free as well yeah oh wow yeah, if you want to make something, yeah. like you've just got to learn how to use it. You know, mm. that's the hardest thing. Maybe. I I love it because it, I can't. I've not had time to work it out yet, but I've been watching all the videos. I started off with that one that you know, like where they making that walkway. Yeah. I thought the implication of <clears throat> an art is brilliant because yeah. it opens up something that you can't, literally, can't paint. Yeah, and you can bend it to your will and then put it back, which is what I've been doing lately is using AI to work certain things out, which yeah. you can't do because it's physically impossible to do it. Yeah. And then I've been putting traditional things with the computer generated things and then painting them up. Wow. So, so everything, it's like this uh, symbiosis of machine and man, I guess. Yeah, called. yeah. No, it is. It's really interesting. It's like, like you say, there's, it's unlimited. Like what you can do. I watched a ten-minute video. And I'm just about figured out to turn, set a monkey's head on fire, but just, just to <laughs> actually watch it do it, and you're like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. Here? Have you been playing any more games after you? Have you been out of the loop still? No, I've been out of the loop as well. Again, since my computer exploded, I've not really uh, gone back on games just yet. But kind of, yeah, maybe, maybe soon I might start up again. But I've not yeah. felt the urge just yet. Have you seen anything I've... that takes your fancy? Or... No, not really. I've not really seen it. I, I, I've kind of burned out of games, I think, after a while. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm I'm in that phase now. I'm becoming an old man as well, I think. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm not iced anymore. So, well, like, I'm, I'm playing different stuff uh, at the minute, like, because obviously we've got ID and she's into her games and stuff. Yeah. But we bought Mario Party. Mm. Uh, Yay! So, <laughs> for Christmas. And, um, it's a proper pain in the arse with the pads. Um, I don't know what, it, like, they've proper messed it up. I don't know what Nintendo were doing. But <laughs> like, you can only use one half of the pad, and the sinking is all out. Like, yeah, it's like we've had to map the buttons differently, and it's a proper nightmare. But the game itself, like, we've spent the last three nights, like, three-hour runs playing the game. Like, yeah, so fun. Like, there's a hundred yeah. new games in it, and it's just like playing a board game but with this one second my bacon butty has arrived <laughs> <laughs> you know it's his pork <laughs> don't know what accent that one <laughs> but yeah it's a proper proper good game and i keep buying games like i bought final fantasy 8 again because that's yeah the ranking of it. i've not played that but tropical 6 i haven't played that I this is my it. problem like yeah. i have I, I buy i buy games on steam when they're on sale and i just never play them so i've got like probably 15 games that I've not played yet. So I don't want to buy more games until I've played those because it's just, what's the point? So I'm, I'm kind of restraining myself as well. But on top of that, I've not really seen anything that I'm interested in anyway, so. What, do you play on PC? Yeah, I'm on PC, on Steam, yeah. Mm. So the last thing I've been playing, as I said before, is Rocket League. That's all I've been playing because you can just play for five, ten minutes and then just jump out when you're bored. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You play competitively, just for I've just, I've only just started playing competitively now. So I've just I've got into the Platinum League, which is like the middle league. Um, back, it's so fucking annoying. I always get to Platinum three and I, I, Division three as well. I'm like this close to getting to Diamond, and I fucking never do it. <laughs> so annoying. It's like FIFA. Yeah. You play FIFA. You play quite a lot. You get mm. to a like league, and you can't win. No. <laughs> unless unless you're a twelve year old boy. Yes, who's got eight hours to play? Yeah. It's at work. Like, what's the point of playing online? Because like you're literally you're playing against people that that's what they do yeah jobs they sit at home and play all day you yeah never that's why the, that's why the professionals are 15 years old exactly the, the rocket league <laughs> professionals are 15 honestly that's what they are good they are because why yeah. if i were a gamer now i'd be well good yeah 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 it was a kid exactly on sunny days just playing bloody tekken or whatever exactly yeah uh, it's a shame we didn't have that when we were kids actually i do like tekken Tekken. Yeah, Tekken's good, yeah. I do like Tekken. I've not played it in a million years, but I do, did enjoy Tekken 3. It was a good game. You had game. a PlayStation then, David. You are? You had a PlayStation then. No. Um, oh. 
friends have. Right. Mm. They're well into games. And and obviously I know people who actually make games. So. Did you mm. did you play any as a kid? Yeah, I played loads. Like I, I liked um you know like Quake and all that lot. Mm. Uh, shoot 'em ups. All oh, right, yeah. Mostly shoot 'em ups. Probably because I was quite an angry kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still remember the ZX Spectrum. My brother oh, yeah. had one of them, and uh, it was a hand-me-down. We used that as well. And I still remember playing Paperboy on that, oh, yeah. and all, all these other shit games that look <laughs> absolutely fucking dreadful by today's standards. Did, did you hear about that? Um, there was a game. I, I just watched a uh, thing on YouTube about it. I don't know whether it's true or not. There was a game called Polybius, and it was supposed bit. to turn up in like. Um, Arcades. Arcades around the world or something, but or right. in America. And it was a recruitment tool for getting uh oh, I see. CIA or FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> it's, it's, bullshit, it's fictitious, but yeah. yeah, I have heard of it. I've watched a YouTube video of it. The, the, the thing that give it more weight <clears> is the fact I know that the military actually do hire gamers. Mm. The drive to, to the, yeah to for the drones. Yeah, I, w- I watched a film like that, and it actually had these kids um, shooting people, but they were controlled to real people. <laughs> yeah, but we're not that far. I feel yeah. like there was a I feel like there was a Black Mirror episode of that. Was there? A, yeah, sounds there was, yeah, 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 yeah. I've not watched it, but I'm, it just sounds like it was. Yeah. No, no, no films. Anyone from the watching out? I've not been watching films. I've, all I've been doing is I've been um, binging JoJo's. That's uh-huh. all I've been doing. So I'm I'm three episodes away from the end of season four now, um, which is uh, uh, which one is Josuke, the guy with the hair. So I'm, I'm up to his. I'm almost finished with his. Is he, and is he, are they fighting Dio? He's finished now, Dio. That was season three. Oh. So Dio's done now. Right. So but yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Season four. Uh, I think season four so far. Yeah, 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 the Elvis hair. I haven't watched that one yet. Have you not? No. So far, it's my favourite one, that one. Because it's really, the stand fights are really, really uh, unique. Um, and they're quite creative as well, compared to the, like season three, where it kind of felt a bit samey. But season four, they've gone really creative with it. Um, and I, th- I think four is my favourite. I probably rank them so far four, two, one, three, in, order, in that order, which is kind of sacrilege because a lot of people's favourite is season three. But yeah, I, I enjoy. But one was the best, still is for me. Yeah, I, I, I probably enjoy four if you say it's really good. Mm. But yeah, one. I, I, I prefer two. I thought two because I think um, Joseph was a better character. Mm. He was funnier. That's why I like two better. Yeah, I think, I think I like, his story was. Yeah. I think I like the first one just because it was so English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but stupidly. <laughs> I know it's annoying because by season three they got rid of the accents and everyone was American by yeah. season three, which is really annoying. Even even like Polnareff is supposed to be French, but he was he has American accent. Yeah. Some fucking Avdol. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny though. <laughs> I kind of like it. Maybe but, yeah. Um, I've been watching Black Butler. Which is... Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll probably have that. Watch that <laughs> soon. Probably. That it's good. Yeah. It's good. But the only I've got a VPN, so I could watch the American. Because right. it starts from one there, whereas in in England it starts from season three. <laughs> I, hate I hate when they do that. I know. But uh, what else have they? Want? Do you know what I listened to the other day? Is you remember the Undertaker that I sent you? Uh, where is that? It's a guy suffering from dementia and he's. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh sorry, the caretaker. Yeah, yeah. The caretaker, yeah. Um, I listened to the whole thing while I was painting. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's six hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm not joking. I felt wretched afterwards. <laughs> when you sent it me, I were at work and I was just working away. And I'm like, right, what's he sent me here? And you sent it me, and I like that sound of music, yeah. like the shining and stuff. I'm guessing that's where it's going. And um, and I was listening to it, and I think you said you didn't send me the video. You said you sent me uh, an explanation. Yeah. So I watched about 10 minutes of it and then it said what it were about. I thought, right, I don't want to watch anymore. I'll listen to it, find out what it's about. about and then I can go back to that. I listened to it and I knew it was about uh, Alzheimer's. And I'm not being funny. Like 10 minutes in, I actually, actually felt like really like sad. Like not yeah. depressed, but just sad. It's true. It's like, it's it's really powerful. Like it's weird. It's not something I'd usually listen to, but it, it was like, 
this is like if if this conveys how an Alzheimer's the person with Alzheimer's feels, it's it's soul destroying. It's proper, yeah. like because it just we should we should explain what it is really. Um, what it is, it's um, an artist and a, a musician got together, and um, it was to illustrate the effects of losing memory or losing your mind. And they kind of use like ambient sounds with crackly 1920s music. Yeah, so it's like I fall out music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, yeah. it crackles and slowly degrades all the time, and then at some point you get like this upsurge of where it's almost like they've got the memory back slightly, yeah, like and then it just degrades even worse. It's like mm. it's like a roller coaster. It's really like I, I had to stop the artwork as well, it, 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 the artwork that accompanied it was like when you it, you start off with something you recognize and then it turns into things that you should recognize and they have the shape of things that you should recognize but they don't quite make sense mm. and it's that idea that you, you don't even recognize things, mm. you don't even recognize your own reflection. I've just been watching um, <laughs> the 100. The 100. <laughs> I've heard of it. It's like it's um, a TV show. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a bit it's a bit crap, but it's it's quite <laughs> fun as well. Like mm. you've got these hundred kids, they're on this. Oh, humanity's knackered on on, on Earth, so they've got this spaceship. Go into space, and then hundred of these kids that are little shits, they send down to see if it's right. For everyone to come down and they find out there's people on earth and stuff and yeah <laughs> <It's> <laughs> sunshine <all right. laughs> it is, it's I, I started episode. watching it but yeah we started the old episodes and i think they were like early 2000s so the act some of the acting's really like oh jesus but yeah i don't know we, we keep watching it it's, it's okay Mm-hmm. I think I've completed everything else. I've been watching football. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you, well. Speaking of films, should we... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the nation's favourite segment. That's right. So you know, you know the score. Two are fake, one is real. Um, we're going to start with one. And it's Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is real. Okay. I like it so far. Yeah. The US government grows worried for the nation's avocado supply after <laughs> confrontations with the piranha tribe of cannibal women who live in the mysterious avocado jungle, ritually sacrificed and eat men. The government recruits Margot Hunt, a professor of feminist studies at <laughs> local university, to travel into the avocado jungle and make contact with the women to attempt to convince them to move to a reservation condo in Malibu. Along the way, she and her travelling companions, male chauvinist guide <coughs> Jim and ditzy undergraduate Bonnie, meet a tribe of subservient men called the Donahue and face dangers in their path. That sounds... Oh, God, that sounds so stupid. I hope that's not yours, because that sounds fucking atrocious. <laughs> it, yeah. it sounds like another sci-fi... It does. It's... Because the, the two you had last week, they were like both from like the 60s and 70s. So it does have that kind of vibe of like being from like the ancient 50s or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it could it could be real. So yeah, I think that's what you're doing. I think you're going back to the past again. You think we're I'm blasting thinking, back to the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you think I put... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that I think there were more I think there were more weird films back in the day, and I think that's where you're getting your inspiration from. So I don't know. You so, well, yes. Shark Exorcist. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. like Blackula. Yeah. <laughs> well, this sounds better than the last one. I'm about to this take my, my list now. 
<laughs> a demonic nun summons Satan to a small fishing village where he takes over the bodies of a great white shark and a young woman. The chain reaction of evil grips the tiny community as shredded bodies wash ashore. A Catholic priest arrives and he must fight both teeth and temptation on land and sea in order to send these man-killers back to hell before the tide comes in for good. Yeah, that sounds real. That sounds like a shitty B-movie that would exist. Yeah, really? What, what was it called again? Shark what? It's called Shark, Shark Exorcist. Shark Exorcist. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Shark in there. There's been the Velocipaster, hasn't there? There has been. That's a fucking brilliant... I've seen that film. It's fucking it's brilliant. It's so funny. Is it's it? amazing. Yeah, it is really, really good, that film. You're um, a B-movie man, aren't you? I do love them, yeah. We have, me and a couple of friends, we have Shite Club, where uh, we watch just nothing but bad films. Usually it's Nicolas Cage films, but we also watch the occasional B-movie as well. So oh, I'm quite... Nicolas Cage. Is what? Nicolas Cage even trying anymore? No. No, no. he's just paying off his divorce bills, isn't he? He's, uh, he's paying off his divorce. There was a news article, and it was on about him sending this ancient thing back to the some sort of civilization. They put now his films have mixed into his real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, yeah. the only one I enjoyed and it was because I were a kid was Face Off with John Travolta. Yeah, that's a great yeah, film. Face Off. Yeah. Face Off. It's good. Right, the last and, film. Yeah. Living Death. Living Death. I'm living it. Yeah. A woman gives birth to a dead baby only to find out he's an undead baby craving the flesh of the living. His mother okay. is the first of his bloody victims as he ex- exits the womb, but his desire for humans only grows as he tours through the maternity ward. The child's father finally arrives at the hospital, but will he be able to bring himself to face his worst nightmare and stop his newborn, unborn son? Oh, please tell me that's an 80s gore festival. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Interesting, okay. That, to me, sounds... I don't know why that sounds like it could be yours, to me. I think the first one's like a 50s... First one's from the 50s. Second one is just a crap B-movie, and I think that one's yours. That just, I don't know, it screams you. Because right. it's got it's got gore in it, it's got babies in it. It's got... <laughs> <Would you> like... <laughs> I think those two, if those two are ticked off, it's got to be yours. I'm, I think I'm going to say the third one is yours. I'm going to lock in. Yeah, sure, yeah. So we've got Cannibal Women in the Avocado, avocado Jungle of Death. Right. Short Exorcist. Death. I hope the first one isn't yours. I hope it's not yours. Because I'll, I'll hang my head in shame for you on your behalf. Fair. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for third one's fake. Number three. I go for... They're all like lin out as absurd as each other. Yeah. <laughs> one, avocado. Okay. Before you tell us, has, has either one of us got it right? Yes. One of us has got it right, okay. Nice suspense. Yeah, suspense. Believe it or not, one of you has got it wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Delicious. Know, that's a shock. Wow, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Happy. Yes. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> and I, want st- I know you're mine. <laughs> no, it's I can tell. Good, though, it? When I write it, I thought, that's, that's actually, I don't think anyone's done that. No, yeah, yeah. That's what made me think it was yours, because it just didn't seem like a film I could imagine. So I, like, can, maybe I, that's I, yours. Just, I can just see it as an 80s gore. Yeah. Was a really shit looking baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was I was listen, I was reading a thing on uh, uh, Hideo Kojima games, and people were writing about, oh, it's, they're ridiculous. They're not believable in the slightest. Hideo Kojima started making games because he used to write stories. And he, and he showed them to his parents or, or showed them to someone and they said, no, they're not believable enough. Mm. So he said, right, I'll make games instead. Games aren't supposed to be realistic. Like, no. I, mean, like, I think I think, I think his story's brilliant because they're so mental. They're absolutely mental. I mean, like, fantasy is a genre, so, like, how can you... Yeah. Yeah, he's, but they're not even fantasy. Sci-fi or... They're just completely mental. Yeah. Like, if you look at the... I've not played the game, but if you look at Death Stranding, he's got, like, babies in bottles. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen that game. The imagery is incredible. Like, have you played it's that? Supposed to be crap. It's supposed to. Yeah, be crap. I've heard. It's just delivery boy, isn't it? Yeah. You're just delivering shit. It's just FedEx of the game, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty much it. But the, the the imagery around it, like Metal Gear, the characters in Metal Gear are just iconic. All. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, so there's the uh, movies of my mind. Well, another another point to me. <laughs> I shall take that point gladly. I'm sorry, I'm starting to get good at this game. I think I'm starting to get good. <laughs> I did, yeah. Okay, there. That's have it. you got any weird news this week after your... Uh... Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I'll just have to download it. So... How's the new computer treating you? It's doing alright, actually. It's not too bad. Mm. So, as long as I don't push it too hard, it should be okay. I was messaging Afi um, the other day, David, because I'm trying to set up the PC for daughter so she can do YouTube and stuff. And... Um, it just wouldn't like it, I couldn't run two programs at once and stuff. It was being ridiculous. Like it just wouldn't do anything. Yeah. And, uh, we, we finally figured out it's full of viruses. So scary. <laughs> Jeez. But, uh, I Where it did in. you buy it? I got it from PC World ages ago, like seven years ago, and we've not really used it that much. But now she's got a, a desk and everything. It's a bit more used. But yeah, it's, it's just, she downloaded loads of Roblox stuff and it's just a virus all over it. So. Children, it's like lime wire. <laughs> okay, so story number one. I've got five stories as usual. Uh, some of them are a bit shit, some of them are all right. So the first one is a bit shit, but uh, new story number one. Yep. Man changes his name to Celine Dion after having far too much to drink. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of all people. So... <laughs> The story is, so a 30-year-old man decided to change his name to Celine Dion after having a few too many glasses of wine. That sounds like something uh, you've got a problem with, isn't it, Jamie? The, uh, the, the power of wine. Wine does a lot to you, doesn't it? I've struggled over Christmas. Have you? I've had one good drink, and that was on <laughs> Christmas Day, I think. Yeah. That is it. I tried a drink last night. I had about two or three beers, and I fell asleep. Yeah. But Lauren keeps shouting at me because... She can drink, and I, I just can't do it at the minute. Because <laughs> you've not done it for a while, though, have you? No, I've been in no. the Well, that's it. That's probably why. You've lost your tolerance. So where yeah. was this based, Does it say where it was? So it says here, um, it doesn't say where he's based. Oh, no, it does say where he's based. He's from Staffordshire, in Tamworth in Staffordshire. So his, his name was... He's not even Canadian. No, no. <laughs> he's not Canadian. So, Thomas Dodd, otherwise known as Celine, had the idea whilst watching one of the Canadian singers' concerts on YouTube over Christmas... He thought it'd be a great idea to pay £89 to officially change, it says her name, but I guess his name, but completely forgot about it when the official deed poll document landed on his doorstep on Wednesday. Once you receive your papers, you need to sign them before an independent witness and inform your relevant record holders before your name is considered changed, uh, which I'm guessing he did because it says Thomas has no plans to go back on his decision and hopes it might get him backstage at one of the Idol's future gigs. So, I this guy... Yeah, yeah. I was he sounds... on, I'd avoid it like the plague. Yeah, it sounds, a, it sounds a bit mental, but that's what's that is pretty but... bad because he's done it drunk and then he's actually gone. He's just carried on with it. But yeah. did you hear about that that middle aged guy who, English, he tattooed not Miley Cyrus as Miley Cyrus but Hannah Montana all over his body? Oh, god, oh. which that's just that's, that's a bit much. That if, if you can top that. Celine Dion doesn't sound that bad. No. <laughs> what's I, the I worst thing you guys have done? English. Oh, sorry, Happy. What, what's the worst thing you guys have done after a bit too many drinks? You must have some stories, Jamie, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> You've been part of most of God, what have I done? Um, I nearly got, I nearly got uh, sexually bummed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you woke up in a certain bed, didn't you? Yeah, I woke up wow. in a certain bed. They uh, <laughs> were trying to mount me. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have gone there in the first place. No, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have my keys, so no. that was a bad one. Um, no. I got through down the attic stairs at the bottom of my gig. Uh, yes. Uh, too much to to think. I think. Yeah, yeah. How about you, David? <laughs> Oh, I hope my mum doesn't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually get bombed? No. <laughs> what? no. I don't think so. <laughs> well, one time I got uh, I got spiked with uh, ketamine wow. while, while I was at uh, this this club in Los Angeles, mm. and I think it was ketamine anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I started drifting off, and I can feel that part. Um, but then the, when I came round, 
I was at my friend Anna's house, surrounded by like loads of like fashion icons and celebrities <laughs> and yeah. like my friends. And um, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It turns out that this is the whole story that I don't remember. Yeah. Is that I was dancing really weirdly. <laughs> Jesse, who's one of the biggest um, male models in the world, goes, Dave, are you all right? I, I mean, <laughs> it's like taking me, like showing me to my friends and stuff like that. And yeah. So anyway, they're like, oh, oh, fuck, he doesn't look that good. Dave, are you all right? Slapping me. That's why my cheek hurt. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so they slap me. They go, right, we'll have to get it. We'll, Anna's house is the closest. We'll take him there. So they all, all of them, didn't need to, all of them piled into these cars, went to her house, carried on the party there, but I was like on a, a settee to... So, <laughs> so then uh, they're asking me, are you okay? And I'm like, and apparently the only thing I could say was the word pencil. <laughs> So, they go, so they're like, oh, you want to draw? So they yeah. took the table, give me a pencil and pads, and I was drawing yeah. like you all busy. these things. They were filmed, so that's online somewhere. Yeah. They were filming it, and they got weirder and weirder. Yeah. And when I came to, some of the people that were there filming it and stuff had gone, but they'd taken the drawings as a souvenir. Um, <laughs> and Todd was explaining them to me. He's like, "Oh yeah, there was this one, and it, it was like your face, but it was all fragmented, like it was broken yeah. glass, and, like, <laughs> like you were trying to say something, but it wasn't." Oh, like, oh fuck! I was, I was just so waiting. the next day, the next day, I felt like shit. Yeah. Like, I, so I, I went for a walk, and all these people were ringing me like, "Dev, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right." Don't you ever do that again. All <laughs> <laughs> day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had an experience like that, but it was less creative. A lot less creative. <laughs> uh, and I took it by choice. <laughs> so I, went, I, I know this guy called Diggy, and he, he used to like it a lot. I don't know if he still does all that sort of stuff. And he says, oh, sniff this. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I had, had a few bottles of wine or whatever, drinks or whatever. But we went to this house. And I was completely off of my tits. Can't remember more stuff. I remember walking into this house. I don't know why we went to this house. And they were all playing Warcraft. Warhammer, sorry. Mm. Board game. In the middle of this big table. And I'm like, mm, fucking... <laughs> I went into the garden. And I've like fallen into a wheelbarrow and couldn't get out. And then I thought, damn shit, I need a piss. So I've gone to the toilet. Can't find my dick because it's... <laughs> I'm having a piss. I've sat down like a lady, and uh, I, I, I felt like I, I can't get up. My legs have stopped. They, they won't work. <laughs> so, my like, legs have stopped. He's <laughs> like, what? I'm like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm upstairs, pull my pants up, <laughs> lift me up. <laughs> and that was that ketamine stuff. Wow. I don't touch that anymore. But yeah, that was a bad one. Wow. I was thinking as well, the one that you like best after it, when me and my dad got drunk. Yeah. And uh, we topped and tailed in this bed, because we had a, <laughs> one bed, and uh, I've pissed the bed. So I've got work, so I've got jumped in the shower, whatever, and thought, shit, best go. And uh, I get a text from my dad saying, you little fucking bed. <laughs> he said, I pissed the bed as well. <laughs> all over it into an iPod. <laughs> You'd already pissed it. Oh, yeah, God. Mine's yeah. slightly less... Um, <laughs> Creative. Yeah. More bodily fluids. Yeah. Well, we've gone off on a tangent, though. What's the next story? Yes, one? right. So, <laughs> next story. Um, next story, bodybuilder who married sex doll says she broke just before Christmas. I've seen this. He's Russian, Yeah. He? he is Russian, yes. Oh, yeah. he, well, almost. He's from yeah. Kazakhstan. Oh, so, nearby. Nearby. Wow, so wow, it says, you are. Yeah. <laughs> it says Yuri Tolochko is now waiting to see if his wife, called Margot, can be repaired in time for Christmas, which is celebrated on the seventh of January in his country. Uh, she is broken, he says. Now she's being repaired. She's in another city. When she recovers, it will be a gift for both of us, he told the Daily Star. And um, I don't know if you've seen pictures. Have you seen pictures of it as well? Yeah, he's in the back. I've got the pictures of me now. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like pushing her on a swing as well. <laughs> this fucking absolute. 
surely they're not supposed to be in the bath. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's, I don't know what type of sex doll it is. It looks, I don't know. I don't think it's, it's not like a blow up one. It's like a proper like plastic yes. one, uh, like proper lifelike. Uh, how is it broken? Well, that's the question. I don't think we want to know maybe in this case, but yeah. Like what he says here, he did not explain how Margot had broken. It comes after Yuri married his fiance in late November after a number of delays due to the coronavirus pandemic. Pictures posted to Instagram show the sex doll dressed in a white lace gown while Yuri wore a black tuxedo. Um, oh my God. There was actually a party as well. There was a wedding party and people were actually there watching him marry a sex doll, which is insane. Um, but yeah. I saw a film about the guy. It was Ryan Gosling, I think. Yeah. And he he was like his family were worried about him because his girlfriend was a sex doll. Um, yeah. After what? This sounds familiar. I, yeah. I understand it a little bit. Mm. And same as watching her, I understand that a little bit. Yeah. That but makes also, bit more sense. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of like replacing something you don't have because you're lonely. Mm. with something even though it's an inanimate object it kind of makes sense because it's, it's the idea of a present. i don't get the idea of marrying it though what does that do and how, yeah. how do you how do you go out in public and tell everybody i'm going to marry a sex doll and keep a straight well, face about it it depends if he's delusional or if he i mean if he really has feelings for this doll. it depends how far down the rabbit hole he's going yeah i think a lot of it is just like you're sort of just marrying yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Pretty don't, much. Don't want another opinion. You don't no. want the mood swings. You don't mm. want the real life. You want yeah. the fantasy. Yeah. And you want to marry your, your own ego. Yeah. You know what? I do want that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing about this one, it says the couple started dating at the beginning of 2019 after they reportedly met at a nightclub. Like, what the <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? And he popped oh, the question okay. at the end of at the end of the year. He's got an Instagram as well, yeah, showing dinner dates, bubble baths, and holidays together. They even have a pet dog. Wow. We met at a nightclub, so someone's brought that. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I think he's bullshitting, but yeah, that's just a bit of a weird one. He stole that doll. <laughs> <laughs> he stole its innocence as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it was already broken then. Well, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? So I'll skip over one of the stories, it's not that great, so let's skip over this one and say, the next one, um, Illuminati created Santa to rake in cash and crush Jesus' story, bonkers theory claims. So apparently Santa's an Illuminati hoax now, these days. No. It's another, another conspiracy theory. That is stupid. Do you know Santa was originated in Turkey? Was it? Yeah, there's an advert about it. He's also the patron saint of prostitutes. Is he? Yeah, Santa. because uh, what happened was in the story, I think, uh, is that because he's, he, he, he was a rich uh, person who saw this family that was struggling and it was a guy who had three daughters. Uh, so he left, whatever date it was, uh, left money on the doorstep and it prevented them from going into prostitution. Ah. Uh, so oh, he's the pension saint of prostitutes. Now, the modern version, hang on, the modern version of <laughs> Coca-Cola, <laughs> no, um, the red and white was for a magazine, I believe, by the cover was created by Norman Rockwell mm. and then was adopted. <laughs> a nationwide. Yeah. But heightened by the fact that then Coca-Cola, who's... Uh, Branding is red and white. Yeah. Just red and white. Not a pipe. It's <laughs> <laughs> a robot penis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so it became popular in that color because of Coca-Cola. Yeah. And Norman Rockwell. Well, according to this new this uh, new conspiracy theory, they say. The jolliest legend of them all holds that he is a satanic invention of the Illuminati. Uh, he's. Um, I, I'm guessing they're going off the anagram that Santa is Satan. Yeah. Uh, which very very creative, obviously. Yes. So yeah. Well, that's that's that. Bit of a bit of a bad one. It's 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 just everything's a conspiracy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You can't tell what's real or what's not real anymore. Well, we can, but a lot of people can't, which is kind of yeah. scary. It is it's kind of scary. Bad guys, people just... good guys, isn't it? it used to yeah. Be a bit clear. No, it's not. I know. 
yeah, it's, 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 it's scary how easy you can brainwash people and make people believe you just by saying the other guy's fake. No matter what he says, it's fake. Just don't believe him. Yeah. And you can just make them believe whatever the fuck you want. It's insane. Really scary. You uh, can do things like uh, convince people to leave Europe and things like that. <laughs> the idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pot of gold at the end of this rainbow. Oh, we're out yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we're out now, yeah. yeah. It's the same with, with the US elections, with the, the Georgia runoff elections. Where you see the two Repu- Republican candidates are absolutely fucking just just so shit as candidates. You can clearly tell they're con men. Well, one con man and one con woman. And the two Democrats are actually really articulate, really well spoken. You can tell they're looking out for the little guy, looking out for you. And people are still going to vote for these two fucking shills for the Republican Party just because it's party and because they've been brainwashed to do that. It is kind of scary. But okay. English voting, I don't have a place to put a vote. I don't yeah. voting until something changes because mm. even, even though we're in the Tory rule and I don't agree with that, I don't agree with the Labour leader. Mm. I think what he's done is wrong. But yeah, like, yeah. It, like since, you know, seeing all about Jeremy Corbyn and stuff, it's like, you know, I've, I've seen videos of these Jewish people saying like, everything Jeremy Corbyn did, nothing to do with anti Semitic. Mm. Fighting for the rights of Jewish people and, and every minority in the, in the country. Yeah. Um, so for Starmer to come around and say, right, he's passed, we're moving on, it's, it's not good enough. Because you, mm. you, you know that it's wrong and you carry it on, so you're just as bad as, as anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I have no place to, to vote, yeah. unfortunately. Be interesting to see what the landscape is after all this. Yeah. I, I can see Tories completely steamboating it again. Because you've split the Labour vote again. There's no, yeah. no working person's vote anymore. Mm. Yeah. Right, well, the next last one, uh, <laughs> kind of on the similar theme. Uh, Rich Dude says a housekeeper stuck in an elevator for three days did not test the limit of human endurance. Say that so, again. <laughs> so, so, so basically, this rich guy, there was, there was a maid stuck in this rich guy's elevator for three days. And so this guy next door, he said, ah, she didn't test the limit of human endurance. People can survive for three days without water and food. He was basically just playing it down. So... <laughs> Talking about politics, weren't we? <laughs> so, a uh, 53-year-old housekeeper trapped in the elevator of her billionaire employer's New York apartment building for three days last weekend. What caused the elevator to malfunction is unclear, but the woman was uh, in the woman was in a stable condition after being rescued Monday morning and has since been released from hospital. Being trapped in an elevator for approximately 72 hours is a difficult thing to endure. This should not be controversial, but this woman's feat was not impressive enough for one of her employer's neighbours, who was another rich person on the Upper East Side. And that was what his comment was, that it didn't really test the limits of human endurance, because obviously rich people are quite out of touch with uh, reality. <laughs> and uh, who cares if one of, one of the poorest dies? It doesn't really matter, does it? So I've been suing a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that, another story that, about the human condition, but that the state that we're in. It's constant, <laughs> isn't it? All this yeah. crap. It's just constant, like, oh, yeah. No empathy, no empathy for anyone. Just, no. That's no. Yeah, that's it. Not all rich people are bad, though. No, no, not at all. No, no. Just most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was uh, that was the news. That was the that was all of them. Yeah. News of the week. So, yeah. Included and wrapped up in a nice little bow. Nice little bow, nice little rich man's bow. Well, maybe we'll have a different character or a different person reading to. Uh, maybe. Uh, At some point, maybe. maybe. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. We might have a certain uh, pipe smoker uh, <laughs> as well. You can see developing here. <laughs> I hate the way you said pipe smoker. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm not talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, it's been lovely talking to you. Um, I think we've I hate, the yellow mark. I hate the way you just assume that I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Get that banana out of your mouth. <laughs> that was a green banana. Are you a green banana, man? No, it's just what was at hand. <laughs> I, I, do, I do tend to go for the green. I don't really like the uh, yellow. I do like the sweet one. You don't like the sweet one. I like, I like the green. I like the grass. I like the grass. Yeah. <laughs> that earthy feel. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Anyway, gentlemen, I think what we'll say to the people listening, if anyone is listening, um, if, sure that's a hard if. 
Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> we will be back. We're trying to figure out what we're doing in the midst of all this. Maybe we'll have a guest if we can or via this uh, Skype thing, or we might just have more chats. Uh, we'll see how we get on just until we can get back in the building and carry on with our magnificent master plan. Mm. Yeah. So, in stay tuned until then. Toodaloo. Bye. 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 Bye.